Ladies and gentlemen, the first major update in Apex Legends is live. The Wingman nerf, the Peacekeeper nerf, Hitbox is actually addressed. And what has been happening when you selected Caustic? Have you actually been larger than you actually appear? Let's find out. First update is live on Apex Legends this week with a massive Reddit post from two game developers over on Reddit, so you can hop over there to check out the full details if you're interested. But before we dive into all of that, I would like to welcome everyone back to the podcast for all of you that are returning, and those who are new, thank you so much for stopping by to listen to Start Game Reset. I've got a lot to talk about in this game for this week's developer outreach, and I'm super excited to share all these findings with you. We've had two devs who came out this week and talked about the game, Sean J. Fresh and Scripticus, to talk about their live balancing decisions along with how some of their live updates are going to work in the game, along with us talking about those exact nerfs and buffs that they have been putting into this game so far, some of which are already live and some that are going to be coming in Season 1 when it begins. And we're going to be getting into all that shortly, but again, if you guys enjoy these podcasts, remember to follow and subscribe to my feed so you never miss out on a new podcast coming out. It's the best way for me to see that people are enjoying the content and want to see more of it. Hopping into these updates, one important note that they bring up is that many of their updates are going to be somewhat slower than what other traditional BR games are currently pushing out in terms of their content balancing updates. The reason for this is, is because they don't want you to lose out on the mastery of your guns. They want to push out quality rather than quantity, and I have a respect for that approach for them. That means better tested, better products whenever they come out for public matches. There are going to be higher impact changes that can make the meta a better and more diverse environment as opposed to just rushing out updates and letting public players work around the new items that get introduced, whether they be good or bad. And in the dev update this week, talking about weapon balance, they said that they feel that the current weapons present solid options for a variety of gameplay styles. They found that the Skull Pierce for Wingman has been on the stronger end, but it's designed to be a weapon with a higher skill ceiling. Our adjustments are attempting to move it into a more into the more hand cannon space and away from the full auto deagle. We've also adjusted the fire rate of the Peacekeeper with a shotgun bolt attachment, so players will have a larger window of vulnerability if they miss their shot. Additionally, the scarcity of energy ammo and lower number of energy weapons overall has made those weapons difficult to main. So we've increased energy weapons and ammo availability in all weapon tiers across the entire map. So basically what that comes down to is that you're going to be able to find energy weapons and ammo anywhere on the map a lot easier than what you were before. And this is currently live as of this week. Along with those changes this week, we've seen wingman nerfs. The rate of fire was reduced from 3.1 to 2.6 shots per second. This is a pretty substantial nerf if you really think about it because it's a 15% reduction in its fire rate. However, the wingman is pretty good and versatile at almost any range, so I think that this is a good nerf for it. The Skullpiercer headshot damage multiplier is reduced from 2.5 to 2.25, so it's not a significant nerf, however, it can be significant depending on the armor type that they are wearing. It is important to note, however, that it doesn't. the Skull Piercer headshot damage multiplier is still 2.5 for the longbow. It is only reduced whenever you equip it onto the wingman. 
In addition to this, there's an increased base hipfire spread and decrease the rate at which hipfire spread decays shrinks back down. Basically, what we're looking at now is whenever you're hip firing the gun, if you're hip firing the wingman repetitively uh, in quick succession, you're going to be a lot more inaccurate. Before this update, you were actually pretty accurate even if you just uh, hip fired it pretty quickly. So this is a very good nerf uh, for its kind of close quarter combat uh, style. If you were hip firing it a lot, you might notice your shots are going to be missing a lot more than they were before because it's not going to actually come back as fast. So you're not going to be able to fire as quick as you were before. Not only that, but the rate of fire was reduced as well. So you're going to see a little bit of close quarter engagements that you might actually lose uh, more often than you were before just due to this missing when you're hip firing, if you're hip firing that is. Moving on to the Peacekeeper, you're going to see a shotgun bolt rechamber rate has been reduced for the Peacekeeper only. So the level 1 mitigation went from 10% down to 7.5%, the level 2 mitigation went from 20% down to 13%, and the level 3 mitigation went from 25% down to only 16%. So basically what you're looking at is the level 3 shotgun bolt, the purple, is now no longer uh, as good as it was before. If you look at the level 2 mitigation, what it was post or pre-nerf, it was at 20%, and the level 3 post nerf is only 16% so it's no longer even as good as the level 2 was before the nerf happened. So you're going to notice this quite a bit and the reason that they did this was uh, so that way you're going to be punished more if you happen to miss your target and even with a shotgun bolt it's going to help you a little bit but it's not going to be as noticeable as it was before. And overall I think that's a pretty good nerf for it because currently the peacekeeper and the wingman both are very top tier guns and if you have a wingman and a peacekeeper both on your person you're pretty well set and the reason that it makes them so good is because they don't take that much ammo as compared to other guns like assault rifles and smgs the wingman for example you can pretty much have a stack of 80 that's one stack in your inventory and the peacekeeper is the same way with a stack of 64 shotgun shots and you're going to be pretty much set for a fight or two at least and then you can loot the bodies and get more ammo that you need from there so overall, these two guns are very powerful because of that. So I think that these nerfs might help the other guns compete a little bit better and might you might see more kind of variety whenever you're uh, engaging people and not everybody's gonna have wingman the peacekeepers as they once did. However, the nerfs still, I think, need to be pushed a little bit farther. I don't think that it's enough to actually push them down to the point to where the people are gonna wanna change it up and actually try new guns out as much as they would if they were nerfed a little bit more. I'm not exactly sure what the nerfs should be per se. However, I do think that they do, uh, there's a step in the right direction to say the least. However, I think that it still should be pushed down a little bit more maybe not just with the attachments, but just with the guns overall. And another important thing is that people were asking about V2020 and Mozambique buffs and their response was was that they love the, all the beak memes and were hesitant to lose them. So they don't really want to lose the memes, but in all seriousness, their goal is to have the power curve of weapons. Basically, power curve means that some weapons will be weaker and more common, while others will be stronger and rarer. Some weapons are intentionally less powerful until fully perped with hop-ups and attachments, while other weapons on the bottom of the power curve are your early game better than melee but gotta upgrade out of ASAP weapons. They've seen some good feedback from players about how to make these pistols more exciting without losing out on the goal above that they're listening to. However, they're going to be continuing to watch player data and feedback and trying some things out internally for now. They're going to remain the same on the, on the public matches, however. 
and I think this is fair. I uh, think that the B2020 is somewhat decent, and I think the Mozambique does need some sort of a buff. However, I'm not sure exactly what that buff could be. I've seen many um, suggestions and things online, such as being able to dual wield them, maybe being able to put extended mags in them instead of just having the three shot in the clip. And I think that those, those both are good suggestions myself, uh, just because I think the Mozambique's very weak because it shoots out in the three shot um, spread, and the spread's not very tight. And you often get 15s with the Mozambique, and the melee is 30 damage. So you can maybe get off 30, 45 damage with an entire clip of a Mozambique, and then you're gonna have to go straight in for melees. The P2020, I think, is a little bit better because it's a little bit more ammo cons conservative in that you can empty an entire clip into somebody and down them, uh, but it doesn't empty as fast. And you can kind of keep a little bit of suppressive fire in early games and just kind of poke at people. And I think that's good uh, for that gun. And another advantage that the P2020 has that I've seen some people run is that it has, I think, the fastest quick, uh, the fastest draw speed out of any other gun in the game. So it's a good secondary gun for cleanup kills. So I know a lot of people can run a wingman with a P2020 right now. And if they have extended max on the P2020, it's actually not terrible. And basically what people will do is they'll ping a couple people with a wingman. And then if they have to reload the wingman, they'll just quickly switch to the P2020, fire up a couple shots to finish somebody off because it'll be quicker than your reload. And it's just a fast, it's the fastest gun you can switch to in the game right now. And another big change that they're going to be addressing when season one begins is the legend balance and hitbox feedback. So what they said was that their goal is to be able to have characters with different rig sizes, hitboxes, and ability kits, and still have each character be roughly equal in power level, win rate, and viability of pick. Basically, they want every single person in the game, every legend, to be able to be chosen and be viable in some kind of team composition, and have a pretty average win rate across the board for all legends. Now for character balance, what they said is that we look at a combination of things, the pick rate, the win rate, and the character versus character matchup win rate among other metrics. And of course, the player feedback. The results between the five small and medium rig characters have been positive. They are all in a safe band of relatively equal power. Our large rig characters, however, are underpowered and their natural size appears to be a large contributor of that. We're planning on adjusting the size of the large character hitboxes to better fit their models. If this changes are significant ins insufficient to bring these characters in line, we're also considering a range of other changes such as natural damage reduction as well as individual kit power tweaks. Because many of these changes are significant, we want to make sure that they are heavily tested before they go live, in the event that they are necessary. Below is a quick overview on the roadmap of how we're thinking about bringing large characters back in line. Overall, we want to try to increase the power level of large rig characters before we consider large nerfs to everyone else. While we've made small adjustments, we're hopeful that increasing the power of large rigs is healthier than nerfing everybody else. And I believe that this is a good step to take in the right direction for this. I think that it's better to buff than it is to nerf everybody else. If there's only two people that are causing the problems, maybe three, if you're looking at Pathfinder, Caustic, and Gibraltar being the largest of the three in the game right now, they might have pretty low win rates and low pick rates right now because of their large hitboxes. Uh, there has been videos that have been released with Pathfinder having a very large hitbox even around his legs and things that people wouldn't realize that unless they were just going, happened to be going into training mode and happened to fire at the test uh, 
companion that's in that uh, tutorial mode and people had did that in the video uh, that was released on Reddit and people had saw how big the hitbox actually was around them so they're going to be adjusting those and I think that those adjustments will be good for the characters overall. And the reason that I believe it's better to buff the three that it need buffed instead of nerfing all the others is because all the other ones they just feel good right now like they all feel pretty balanced and I think that just trying to get these other three in line with everybody else will just feel like a more cohesive experience rather than trying to nerf everybody else and mess messing everybody else up that's been used to those other characters but overall I'd be happy to hear what uh you all think of all these changes uh, get on social media and get on reddit and let everybody know what your opinions are on these changes in Apex Legends. It'll be exciting to see when the Battle Pass drops, and when it does drop, be sure to check back here so you can hear what's all going to be in that Battle Pass. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to Start Game Reset, and I'll see you in the next one.